Hi everybody, this is Bob Koshinanson again with the Warrior Poets Bubble readings. It's been a while since we sent out a program. Hope you all are doing well and staying safe, wearing your mask and being socially distant when necessary. I want to start with a poem today by our National Poet Laureate, Joy Harlow. It's called Praise the Rain. Praise the rain, the seagull dive, the curl of the plant, the raven talk. Praise the hut hurt, the house slack, a stand of trees, the dignity, Praise the dark, the moon cradle, the sky fall, the bear sleep. Praise the mist, the warrior name, the earth eclipse, the fired leap. Praise the backwards, upward sky, the baby cry, the spirit food. Praise canoe, the fish rush the hole for frog, the upside down. Praise the day, the cloud cup, the mind flat, forget it all. Praise crazy, praise sad. Praise the path on which we're led. Praise the roads on earth and water. Praise the eater and the eaten. Praise beginnings, Praise the end, praise the song, and praise the singer. Praise the rain, it brings more rain. Praise the rain, it brings more rain. By our United States Poet Laureate, Joy Hartzell. The second poem is by a from Vietnam. I might have read it before, and I know that over the next few months and maybe years I will often do that, sometimes because I forgot, but sometimes I just like to read the poem, and I think you might like it too. I Stand as on a Battleground by Jack Crawford, Jr. I stand as on a battleground I dreamed. The air is thick with death. The final man takes no breath, who stands in the gaudy dying, holding the crucial weapon. What is his skin? What is the color of the death of him? Whose skin is seethed, seethed? Whose skin is seethed? Whose red essence is this black mold? What is the skin of the hand that holds? Who is the heart that bleeds its color? Whose is the blood that springs in flower? Whose flower won? Those red flowers? And here's an untitled 
poem by James Walton. Very short. I found this on poets.org, published by the Academy of American Poets. Great place to find great poetry. Poetry that surprises you. <laughs> this is untitled. Lord, when you send the rain, think about it, please. A little. Do not get carried away by the sound of the falling water, the marvelous light on the falling water. I am beneath that water. It falls with great force, and the light blinds me to the light. I've just read a, a great book by the name of Begin Again, <clears throat> which is revisiting Baldwin and what his message might be for our day. I would strongly recommend it. Begin Again. And now back to an old favorite. Um, in fact, uh, I just heard this read on YouTube an evening or so ago. It's by Wendell Berry. When the despair for the world grows in me and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water. And the green heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and I feel above me the day blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. This comes from a book, The Select Poems of Wendell Berry. Whoa, what a message for today. I hope your family is okay, your children and your grandchildren, your neighbors and your friends. These are hard times, but they're also times for some reflection. I hope you're doing well. And if not, I hope that you decide to make it. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a uh, Lutheran pastor in Germany who decided to stand up against Hitler. He had the opportunity to come over here. He did come over here for a while. And he could have stayed here and taught at Union Seminary in New York, but he went back. And uh, he wrote this poem in December 
1944. Not too long before he was murdered by the Nazis in prison. The Power of Good by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. With every power for good to stay and guide me, comforted and inspired beyond all fear, I'll live these days with you in thought beside me and pass with you into the coming year. The old year still torments our hearts unhastening. The long days of our sorrow still endure. Father, grant to the souls thou hast been chastening that thou hast promised the healing and the cure. Should it be ours to drain the cup of grieving, even to the dregs of, Spain, of pain at thy command, we will not falter, thankfully receiving all that is given by thy loving hand. But should it be thy will once more to release us to life's enjoyment and its good sunshine, that which we learn from sorrow shall increase us and our life be dedicated as thine. Today, let the candles shed their radiant greeting. Lo, on our darkness are they not thy light, leading us haply to our longed-for meeting? Thou canst illume even our darkest night. When now the silence deepens for our heart, Grant we may hear thy children's voice rise from all the unseen world around us, darkening their universal in thy praise. While all powers of good and aid attend us, boldly we'll face the future, come what may. At even and at morn, God will prevent it befriend us at even and at more God will befriend us and oh most surely on each newborn day that's a terrific message for those of us who all of us who are in uh, some kind of I call it sanctuary <laughs> We're now moving into the sixth month in the United States. And I don't see an end very far in the future. I don't know about you. I hope for one. But uh, I don't know when all this will be over. Another poem from a veteran, Vietnam, Liesl. More. The name of the poem is Names. A few names tell it all, the whole incredible history of one generation, mine. Names that we cannot manage with a drum roll like Waterloo, nor pitch 
to the eloquence of the tragic Gettysburg. Hiroshima sticks in our throats. We choke on the bones of Buchenwald, spit out the stones of Berlin. Who says Berlin, Vietnam burns his tongue? Who says Vietnam burns his tongue? And Mississippi, oh, Mississippi, scrubs out our mouths till we cry mercy. A while back, uh, I started reading from uh, the collected songs of Cole Mountain, an ancient Chinese poet who after 30 years of being a uh, city clerk or some city job, took off for a place called Cole Mountain to meditate and write. And uh, these poems have been translated by Red Pine Gary Schneider has also done a translation of these poems. And I'm going to continue to read. They're just a series of reflections, and some of them are quite funny, and some of them are quite strange. I hope you enjoy. This is number seven. A moth. Now, these are in translation from Chinese, so... We have to understand that it's not always going to be um, be very clear. A moth-browed girl in town, now her pendants chime, teasing a parrot before the flowers, playing a lute beneath the moon. Her singing echoes for months. Thousands watch her briefest dance. But surely this won't last. A fine young man on horseback. A fine young man on horseback weaves his waves his whip at the willows. He can't imagine death. He builds no boat or ladder. The seasonal flowers are lovely until the day they wither and fade. Rock sugar and clarified butter mean nothing when you're dead. I longed to visit the eastern cliff countless years until today. I finally grabbed a vine and climbed, but halfway there met mist and wind. The trail was too narrow for clothes, the moss too slick for shoes. I stopped beneath the cinnamon tree and slept with a cloud for a pillow. Number 10. Before the cliffs, I sat alone. The moon shone in the sky, but there a thousand shapes appeared. Its lantern cast no light. The unobstructed spirit is clear. The empty cave is a mystery. A finger showed me the moon, and the moon 
is the hub of my mind. Number 11. Give me a hidden eddy, a residence free from dust and noise, paths of newly trampled grass, clouds above for neighbors, birds to help me sing, no one asking for sermons, springtime for this Saha tree. Nowadays last how many years? Sither and books are up to you. Put wealth and power are useless. Send back the carriage and heed the wise wife. The good son rides in a covered cart. The wind blows across the threshing floor. Water spills from a hatchery pool. Keep in mind the tailor bird at home on a single branch. Brothers share five districts, father and sons, three states. To learn where the wild ducks fly, follow the white hair bander. Find a magic melon in your dreams. Steal a sacred orange from the palace, far away from your native land. Swim with fish in a stream. And number 14, finally, for this edition. A master of the brush and the sword met three illustrious lords. In the east, his advice was ignored. In the west, his valor wasn't honored. He mastered the brush and the sword. He mastered the sword and the brush. Today now that he's old, what's left isn't worth saying. I don't, uh, I'm, I'm going to be turning 80 in a couple days. And uh, we'll be visiting some of our children in Tennessee. But I thought I would uh, close this particular edition with some of my poetry. Um, I have been working with Veterans for Peace recently, and I meet with a group of fellow Vietnam vets every Friday morning for coffee at the Dry Hooch, a vet's coffee shop not far from where I live, here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, I've been having some training sessions with a group called Warrior Writers. Uh, I think they're based in Philadelphia, but they have people all over the country that lead workshops for veterans that I think are very unique. And uh, the poems I'm going to read you now, is a couple of them, three of them, are uh, both about 
war in Palestine. And uh, I hope you can hear them. There's one uh, famous Spanish poet that used to use uh, news headlines and then reflect on them in a poem. And I, I was kind of practicing it with that method at Naropa, at the Jack Kerouac School of Disembodied Poetics one summer. And this is one of the uh, poems that I wrote. A Vet's Lament and Hope. Headlines. August 26, 1968. G.I.'s gunned down fleeting NVA near Tom Key. Red Toll, Red Toll 300. Poem. Always Red Toll, not ours or civilians. Dehumanizing war, where is the peace? How do we refer to our neighbor, the stranger? It was a terrible war. I was a reserve chaplain in the Navy, serving a billet at a Navy Coast Guard Center down by the lake. Monday nights, death calls, Nam funerals. A death call early one cold January morning. Yes, it was about nine in the morning. I met the major at the center. We drove in his VW bug out to the suburbs. The ride was filled with stories about perfect battles he had been part of in Nam. I wondered, what will this death call be like? When we drove up to the small home, it was a cold and sunny morning. The father was standing at the sink we could see him at the window. He saw two uniformed men get out of the car, a Marine and a chaplain, and he began to scream. Even with the windows closed, we could hear the pain. By the time we came to the door, the mother was also distraught. My major handled it well. In fact, very well, with compassion and love. An 18-year-old killed on his birthday in a rice paddy far away. The tears were flowing. Dad had kicked his son out a year earlier. Could not control the situation. Trouble with the law and the judge gave a choice. Jail or the Marines. And now this the pain, the guilt. Why? It's my fault, he kept crying. Yet somehow we brought some calm and a little comfort. The sadness was deep as we left. The ride back was very quiet. A few months later, my major resigned from the Marines. He had lost all to the fight an unwanted war, too many death calls. For me, too many Nam funerals. I wrote my letter to Washington, never heard from them. I was released some years later in active reserve. 
Then years later, I visited the wall. And now I am re revisiting it all. Decades later, on a Monday morning, a request from the local sheriff. A vet had stood attention for the last time. A drive to the office to tell his loved one his name will be on the wall. Surprising God, knowing the gate is never closed. And finally, After visiting the wall, I wrote this poem. A reflection in black stone. Just a picture, you say. No, I was not in Nam, but I served those who came back, some in bags, and I served their loved ones. Yes, my name is not here, but all of our names are on a wall. Our names will be on a stone somewhere. It'll be a stone for those who allowed those these wars to happen in our name. For Iraq, Afghanistan, Congo, Sudan, Palestine, slavery, native people, Japanese internment, and on and on and on. What does it mean to build peace for all people? Think about it. Chant for it. Pray to whomever you pray. I remember a non-funeral. The man came back and was one of his ten siblings. His sisters and brothers sat by ages with the sad parents at each end. The bookcase of time and love. The Marines came up slowly, stood at attention, and saluted their comrades so slowly, and then returned to their seats. I thought this would be, this would never end. Then the taps at the grave. It stays with you for hours and days. No recording then, the real thing. The question is always, it seems, did he die in vain? What bullshit? The issue is he died. He's not here to care for and play with his nine siblings for another war that should have not been fought. When will we learn? When will we learn? Thanks for joining me again. Our next version will come out, our next edition will come out a little sooner. I hope you stay safe and stay well. Black Lives Matter. Thank you.